Look at this. I got headphones on. I got a mic going. Baby. If only people could see you now. Hey, no video. We've gone through this before. All right, no all video. right, all right. Welcome to This Commerce Life. This is a podcast aimed at small, medium entrepreneurs focused on commerce. I'm Phil, your host, and Kenny, your co-host, will join us as well. And we're going to talk to you about the world of retail and commerce and how things are changing in the world. Oh, like a million bucks. Yeah? Oh, my God. Like, not night, not even night and day. Like, I feel like, uh, yeah. I mean, oh, oh it's, yeah, that was ugly. That really was. That, that, that scared me. I mean, I know. It's, I don't know. I, that was just not fun. That was not fun. But when I Friday or Saturday last, I started, like, feeling like I was finally turning the corner, like, um and then yeah i mean i've worked a full day the last three days i'm exhausted like i i don't think it's you know i'm, I'm obviously done yeah but i think there's going to be some some lingering uh <clears throat> lingering effects but you know what i did i got myself down for the uh i'm on the wait list anyway i don't know how what that means exactly but on the wait list at costco for the for the vaccine because in bc they've opened it mm -hmm. up to 55 plus oh really already so i yeah i mean okay. what the hell right yeah. If I can get it now, like, honestly, I think because I've just finished with the freaking disease is that I think I may only have to do the one shot. I think it's like a booster because I've already got the, I would assume I've got the antibodies in a sense because I've had the flu. Yeah. Had the, but it, had COVID. I think it protects you from the variants too. Exactly. Right? So yeah, yeah. that's what I'm, I, I really yeah. want to get on this damn list and get, yeah, this, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I don't give a shit. AstraZeneca, seriously, it's one in a hundred thousand at best for the issue no, no, if, but, if but, there's an issue but the truth is is that it's more uh like astrazeneca has screwed up their pr more than mm -hmm. like it's not actually mm -hmm. a bad vaccine it's it's actually a good vaccine it's a good vaccine the marketing and the pr for it right? exactly yeah, but yeah. you know what it's, but you know what people are like you're scared yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah you read one bad thing and you know well, you what know. else are you going to do today you know, it's just how the whole world works i mean we worry yeah, about yeah. everything but no i feel fair, right so yeah yeah no if I can get in, baby, put it in. Yeah. Light this puppy up. I know, right? I know. I just want to call it a day. Man. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm just yeah. uh just working away. You know, like there's just there there's actually it's me, right? I'm like the worst boss in the whole wide world. I just can't sit still. So I got stuff and yeah. more stuff going on, and then there's more stuff going on. And I don't say no. I just like, sure, sure. And then later on I'm like, you're an yeah, idiot. Should have said no. Like, <laughs> should have said no. I have. I actually have said no. So I, I've had a couple uh, who have come through here that I just went, look, you're. It's really interesting, but you're more work than. Um, you're more work than I can afford right now. Like I just yeah. can't. You know, so I've I've passed off a few things there, particularly things that are more like SEO intensive, that I'm. You've always said you're not that massively interested in doing it though either, right? No. It's not not what you want yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah. refused one or or helped me refuse one the other day. It was in an email or and I thought, well, I don't even know what it is. Like, why why am I already saying no to I don't what, what like what do they need? Maybe yeah, I didn't yeah. want to say no. And I didn't I just I thought, well, I probably did. I just don't know it yet. <laughs> but I, I wasn't even too sure what the hell the question was. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. why is Phil saying no for me? Uh. Hang on one second. I'm, Andrew's in the room. I'm I'm gonna let him in. Okay, okay.
Hey guys, how are you? How are, what, how how are, are you? you? Good, good. Sorry, I'm running a few minutes behind. No, that's okay. Don't worry about it. We, were, we weren't going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we decided we just didn't talk to each other. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't need Great. anybody on. We could just yap for a couple hours and stuff. Yeah, yeah. All good. That's awesome. Yeah, this is this is how this podcast started. We we started talking to each other and thought, hey, it's kind of fun to talk to each other and started recording it, right? So <laughs> now we get guests on and it it's like an extra bonus. So it's well, I think awesome. that's just a bonus for the listeners because otherwise they just listen to me and you and who the hell wants to do that that often? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That's 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 a drag. I wouldn't want to listen to us. Yeah. Who would it's, do uh, that? It's it's nice to meet you. I have heard about you from Kent. Oh yeah. Uh, Likewise, I've also heard about you from Kent. So it's it's great to uh, it's great oh. to connect. We're sorry, whatever you've heard from Kent. <laughs> Kent exaggerates lots of things. Uh, so, so that might, that might, be, that might be good for us though. So yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. He's an excitable yeah. fellow for sure. He's, so. he's fantastic. He's yeah. fantastic. Anytime I'm, anytime I'm having a rough day, I'll pick up the phone and talk to Kent and I, and all of a sudden my day gets better. So yeah. um, I'll see, that's nice though. That's a nice thing to say about somebody. It's yeah, nice. I don't say it about many people. Uh, There's not many people you probably can say it about. That's, that's why. Right. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> You, you, cool. you know, one thing about Kent you got to watch, though, is Kent is full of ideas, right? And so if you're on for too long, that, you know, by the time you're done the call, you've started, you know, two or three new, <laughs> two or three new ventures, right? And it's like, well, wait, 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 wait. I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't plan on any of these things. Like, I just called to see how you're doing, man. Like, what's yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, look, this is the reason why we get along is like, I love brainstorming. And so we end up, we end up uh, feeding off each other and riffing off each other. And uh, yeah, I, I apologize to Kent's uh, wife and kids who I, he often just like ignores when I give him a call. And it's like, we end up talking for hours, but um, no, it's fun, man. It's great. That's all good, man. That's all good. It's amazing. That's all good. Um, you and I also, I didn't realize this, but you and I share a tiny bit of history. Um, I did uh, a small stint at, at NIMI. Um, oh, no way. So yeah, probably about a year ago, I was there for 18 months doing their marketing. Oh, cool. Okay, nice, nice. That's yeah. awesome, that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was, a, it was an important chapter in my life uh, there and a lot, of, a lot of learnings, a lot of lessons for sure. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and a big deal too, because I think you were there <laughs> You're probably responsible for the raise they got, right? Like you, you got a that pretty was, big raise while they were while you were there. Yeah, yeah. That was that was what, uh, for better or worse, that became my reputation was like hire Andrew and you know to raise money and so money, money uh, will come. Yeah. So that was that was my job. That was the first job. I was like, hey, we have like six weeks uh, of runway. Can you go raise us a Series A? Um, and then you know it was interesting. We ended up. Um, we, we, we did this sort of shotgun wedding approach of, of, uh, getting on a bunch of planes and pitching a bunch of investors and getting, you know, taking the best terms. And, um, we needed to, we needed to, to buy, you know, inventory and, you know, pay for our supply chain and things. Um, and we brought in an investor who I think was just not quite aligned with the direction of the company and they wanted to make it much more of an enterprise security company. And so mm -hmm. as that opportunity presented itself, they sort of said, Hey, we want to take the company in a different direction. And, um, you know, if we had done a bit more diligence and we had we had found alignment earlier and gone through that process a little bit slower, uh, we might have we might have chosen a different investor. Um, but it was also a good learning, you know, opportunity for me because it was like, well, we're funding, you know, inventory right and market like repeatable yeah. growth. And yeah. you know, why did we have to give up equity and control to do that? And it was yeah. it, could there have been a better way to do it? Which is a big part of the motivation for, yeah. uh, you know, why we started ClearBank. Uh, awesome, awesome.
Um, Interesting. We should, we should probably introduce you. We do this a lot. We kind of wander into things and then we don't oh, tell great. the audience who we're talking yeah. to. But hey, uh, that's fine. That's all good. <laughs> we, we've got Andrew D'Souzan. He's the co-founder and CEO at ClearBank. Um, you've already heard that that uh, we've, we've met Andrew through Kent Fenwick, who's been on the show as well. Uh, I don't know, like a million years ago now, I think. Um, two years at least. Yeah, easily. But uh, but we're excited to have you. We uh, what we'd love to do is is hear a little bit about you. We know we want to talk about your new venture as well, and, yeah. and kind of that path you've embarked on. I think it'd be huge for for um, you know some of the folks that listen to us for sure. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, do you, do you mind kind of introducing yourself, telling us a little bit about you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where do you want me to start? I mean, you know, like super quick. Whatever you want. Immigrant Wherever kid. you like, man. This yeah, is, start from, this start from the beginning. Works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Born, my mom, my mom was born in Africa. I was born in India, uh, moved to Toronto via Chicago um, when I was a kid and studied engineering. So I'm an engineer from the University of Waterloo. Okay. I spent a couple of years at McKinsey and then realized that I was never going to be a consultant. It was yeah, much more of a builder than I was ever going to be a, uh, you know, a, a consultant and an advisor. And I ended up uh, meeting a guy named Chamath, who was head of growth of Facebook at the time. Uh, and he convinced me instead of moving to New York to move to San Francisco and join either join a team at Facebook, which I think would have been lucrative. It was pre-IPO Facebook, less than a thousand people. Uh, in cool. hindsight, might have been a might have been a lucrative move. But instead, I joined a company. He was on the board of. He's like, I'm, you know, I'm leaving Facebook. I'm starting a venture fund. I'm on the board of this company. You should join them. Uh, and so I chose that route. Um, so optimized for experience versus uh, versus financial upside. But uh, it was a great experience, right? It was it was uh, it was my my very first sort of foray into tech and Silicon Valley. I met all the, you know, I met all these great entrepreneurs. Uh, I met Stuart when he was building TinySpec and before it was Slack. And, and I met uh, Kevin and Mike when they were building an app called Bourbon that ended up pivoting into being Instagram and got acquired by Facebook. Like, so it was just crazy time. But I think one of the biggest things that I realized was like, there's not, um, there wasn't that big a difference between the founders that I met in Silicon Valley and the people that were, you know, that I went to university with that were starting companies, uh, you know, they're the same level of talent, same level of ambitions and level of, um, you know, work ethic and drive. It, it was just, they didn't have access to capital. Uh, they didn't have access to the same network, sort of the ecosystem um, because they were 50 miles around, you know, radius from Palo Alto. And so a big part of my sort of career had been uh, trying to help, help bridge that gap um, and sort of level the playing field for, for founders that may not have, you know, come from the right circles, but, you know, it was a great, uh, great time uh, to spend in San Francisco. I moved there in 2010. Um, my second weekend there, I was playing soccer and tore my ACL. And I no. got very, very intimately acquainted with the American healthcare system, uh, which was new to me. And I also, I remember going in and talking to my CEO and being like, hey, I'm going to have to go for surgery. Um, it was a five-person company. I was the only person doing sales. Um, I was like, hey, I'm going to have to go in for surgery. I'll be up for a few weeks. He's like, well we have a target to hit in a month before we launch and you're the only person doing sales. And if you can't do sales, then I'm going to have to hire somebody who can. I'm like, well, I have a $60,000, you know, medical bill that's about to come. And if I, if, if I can't do this, then I, you know, so I basically like, I was like, I'll, I'll figure out a way to hit it. And just like came out of the surgery and just like started, you know, like didn't take the drugs and just put my foot, my, my foot on an air mattress and like pounded the phones. Um, so it was a great, you know, it was a great opportunity. Like I learned how to cold call. Um, you can learn how many calls you can make in a day if you're really motivated. 
Um, that was, uh, that was a fun, that was a fun, fun journey. Um, I should have known at that point that that company was not going to go well. Um, you think, you know, sort of like, (laughs) jeez, what kind of animals are these people? Oh, it was, it was terrifying, man. It was, it was shit. uh, I was like fully thrown to the wolves, but, um, yeah, Jamal tried to remove the CEO and, you know, the CEO didn't want to be removed. And anyway, the company ended up imploding, um, it was, a, it was a cool uh, cool experience for me, but uh, and I learned a lot. Um, and I, it was the reason that I was in, you know, got involved in the startup scene. So, um, you know, from there, feel free to stop, interrupt. No, no, I'm, go. No, 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 this is fascinating. Tell you my, the, the uh, embarrassing stories in my life uh, until you tell me to stop. Um, so, so I, you know, I, I was pretty interested in doing something in education tech. My mom was a teacher. My grandfather was a teacher in Africa. Like I, I was, I've always been sort of interested in, in the impact of you know, technology in the classroom. And, um, you know, I, I, uh, I met these guys in Toronto, actually they were in Waterloo at the time, building something called Top Hat. And, um, you know, it was mobile apps in the university classroom to make education more interesting. Um, thought what they were doing was really, inter- was really, really interesting. And again, they were like, Hey, we're looking to expand in the U S but we're really needed somebody who can help us raise money. Uh, and so I joined them um, and it was sort of the first thing to do was like, hey, can you help us you know, pitch the business? Can you help us find some investors? Can you help us clean up the board? You know, they'd raised like less than a million dollars and had 13 board members or something at the time. Okay, we gotta, you know, we gotta clean this stuff up. Um, but that was, you know, that was another one of those sort of join a, join a company that, you know, was sort of shut out of the the venture ecosystem a little bit and help them you know, go and, and tell that story and raise that capital and get the access to the funding to, to grow. Um, moved back to Toronto with them, spent a few years with them, and then got recruited over by NIMI to, to do the same thing. And, uh, and that's sort of where it was the story that, that uh, we started on was like, we, did, we were really running out of money, had to raise the round, um, got it done, but, but picked you know, a group of investors that uh, we gave up, I think, too much ownership and control uh, that, that really sort of took the company in a different direction. You know, that was when, um, and I had just started dating uh, my partner now, Michelle, who she had, she has a much more, you should have her on the show at some point, she has a much more interesting uh, story than I did, but she's bootstrapped four companies, including a caviar fishery. Um, she sold her last company to Groupon in 2014, and then she joined the cast of Dragon's Den, the Canadian, Canadian version of Shark Tank. Um, and has been investing on that show. And so I came back and I was like, hey, you know, we, we had known each other. Well, we'd known each other for a little while. We dated for like three or four months at the time. And I was like, hey, I think I just lost my job. Uh, what do I do? She's like, oh, this is great. We're going to start a company together. And, uh, and it was like, what do we start? Like, what do we start? Do we start a venture fund? Like the world doesn't need another venture fund, but we really wanted to help entrepreneurs. And we sort of iterated. And she was seeing all these pitches on Dragon's Den that were like, you know, I want to give up ownership. You know, I, I want... I need $200,000 to grow my business. Uh, I'm going to give up 20, 30, 40% of my company to, right. to get them. And it was like, well, what do you need money for? And it was the same. It was like, I need for marketing, I need for sales, I need for inventory. And I'm like, okay, can we do this in a slightly different way? And that was really what um, what inspired what, what Clearbank became. Hmm. Interesting. I, I, I think the only person you look boring beside is Michelle Romano is, is probably a, a pretty good... <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's not that bad right it's not so bad yeah yeah no that's amazing wow um you, like it's the so i want to ask you about all these things i i think the 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 fundraising part of it is is that are you comfortable with that like getting known for for being kind of the guy that you know figures out how to 
make the funds show up or, or makes, you know, figures out how to. It's a weird thing. I mean, I, like, you know, I wish I was known for like my good looks or my sort of charismatic leadership, well, you know, we like both it's hope a, that too, but yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a like, weird thing. Uh, it's a weird thing to be known for. Yeah. Um, look, I, like there are people that do this way, way better than I do. Uh, I think, um, you know, my, my very, very unique set of skills that I developed is the, the ability to, uh, to use the fact that we, you know, and this was, you know, pre-COVID when you would fly to places and, mm -hmm. and, and raise money, um, to use the fact that we were from out of town to raise money, right? And be like, hey, we're only in town this week. So if you want to meet us, like, you know, you should meet us this week and you should yeah. bump all your other meetings to make it happen. And then we'll be back in two weeks, but in two weeks, like we're, we're expecting to get turn sheets and like use that when you sort of do the, you know, Toronto, New York, or Toronto, San Francisco, New York, Boston route. And you sort of do that twice and say like, Hey, you know, we're, this is our process. And then, you know, come to, you know, for the people that you really, like you really want say, Hey, you should come visit our office. And you know, that people who visit the office and cross the border to do that, um, especially in January are probably pretty serious. And, you know, so we had a little, we kind of had a little bit of a playbook, like our, you know, when we did our series B at Kerbank, um, every single firm that, that visited the office wrote us a term sheet. Uh, one, because it was a much higher bar, very, I'm sure fewer people visited our office than, than they would have if we were in San Francisco. Um, but they came to the office and they felt the energy and they, you know, they really bought in. They spent, like, they didn't come in for an hour, they came in for a couple of days. Um, and so, you know, I think that's like, that's the specific set of skills that I've, I've, I've learned in the strategy of home, um, trying to adapt that for a remote world for sure. But, um, mm -hmm. but the idea of sort of being a bit of an outsider and using that to your advantage instead of, uh, instead of it being a disadvantage is sort of, uh, maybe the, the calling card that I've, I've developed. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, do you want to tell us about your new venture? Yeah. So, so ClearBank, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's, it was sort of an amalgamation of uh, both Michelle and my previous experiences. I've been through the fundraising gauntlet a handful of times. Michelle had not, and then, you know, was on the other side as an investor. And we were kind of like, look, there's all of these entrepreneurs. There's this sort of explosion of, you know, in the new economy of um, online businesses and, you know, e-commerce businesses. And not all of them are a good fit for venture. In fact, very, very few of them are a good fit to, to raise venture. And, and, uh, and, you know, as a percentage, so yes, there's a, there's a huge explosion in the venture capital asset class, the number of companies that are funded and valuations, but as a percentage of businesses that are started, it's a smaller and smaller percentage, right? So there's, you know, I think 25 million e-commerce businesses around the world and maybe 5,000 of them raise any sort of equity funding. So the goal has been, how do we help more and more of these companies? Um, if, if, you know, there's not going to be venture capital. They may not be exits. A lot of people start companies and they, they plan to run them forever, right? They plan to hand them down to their children. Um, yeah. They don't want to, you know, take it and IPO it. They don't want to sell it to shareholders. They don't want to sell it to an acquirer. Uh, so how do you capitalize? How do you fund those types of businesses? Um, and so, you know, we, we saw, you know, there was, there are debt options, which, you know, add a lot of risk to a business, um, especially in early stage business often come with personal guarantees. You know, Michelle had, had, uh, had a you know, huge personal guarantee on a credit card at Bytopia, her last business, um, which is terrifying, right? If your business fails, you lose your personal assets, your house, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, you know, we were like, okay, we don't want to go down the debt route. Um, we don't think we're going to be an equity investor. How do we do things differently? And so we said, okay, if you're spending money on repeatable, scalable parts of your business, you know, 
customer acquisition, you know, inventory and supply chain, uh, infrastructure, salespeople, things that have a repeatable component and are highly correlated to revenue growth. Can we do this on a revenue shared and a performance basis where, you know, we'll give you $100,000, we'll take 5% of your sales until we get 106 back. Um, and that product has worked. Uh, you know, we funded about 4,000 businesses through that model, uh, $1.6 billion. So it's, it's working. Um, and, uh, and very, very few of them fail. You know, I think less than one or 2% of our businesses ever, ever, ever fail. So um, we're pretty good at both identifying businesses that have that capability in their growth and then helping using our, our, our data and our scale to help those businesses make better decisions to, to improve their odds of success. It, this is obviously a, a relatively unique way to fund businesses, I'm assuming, right? Like most, I'm, I'm assuming is what you suggest is you come in, you know, I need $100,000. That's great. I'll take 50% of your company. Here's the hundred grand. Now yeah. you're in a shit spot because, you know, now you, you're stuck right now. It's, all right. Before you know it, you're going to lose your company anyway, right? Someone's going to chew it up. So that's. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's not your company anymore, right? No. You have somebody who's telling you. Uh, and for what? For a hundred grand, which is you know, a substantive amount of money, but it is not, you know, a hundred million. Right. You know, it's, exactly. it's given up a lot for, in essence, you know, in absolute terms, not a lot. Yeah. Per se. Yeah. Right. So you guys work it the other way. So you're working, really working on, on a revenue that's complete revenue side. Is that what it? Yeah, exactly. So there's no ownership, no control. It's just, you know, we get a, a <clears throat> portion of revenue uh, until we get our money back plus the 6% flat fee. So it's, hmm. uh, you know, we try and make it, it's, it's one of these businesses that you can't make a lot of mistakes in, um, you know, 6% is not a lot of upside. No, uh, that's not a lot of, a, but a we, we try and do it with, with real volume, right? I think the goal right. is, you know, we need to get you know, dramatic volume, uh, to make it, to make it make sense. And that's, that's where technology comes in. So what were the size of the companies that are coming to you? Like what, what, what size of companies are sort of knocking on the door? Yeah, it's interesting. So we had, you know, we, it, what we don't talk about, we, we just started talking about is we funded 4,000 businesses. Um, and typically it's a, it's a business that already has, you know, a level of product market fit has the business model sort of defined. So you know that a dollar in is more than a dollar out. over Right. Time, right. Um, typically it's a business that has made more than $10,000 a month uh, over six plus months. Um, our, you know, our largest companies do hundreds of millions. Um, our smallest companies do, you know, tens of thousands. But, you know, so while we funded 4,000, we have said no to like almost 50,000 businesses um, because they didn't have a repeatable, you know, maybe they, maybe one month they made a few thousand dollars and then, you know, the, the next month they didn't. Right. Um, and so what we're trying to do, uh, a product we just launched was a product called Clear Angel, um, which is really started at companies that are just doing, you know, one or $2,000 in revenue um, and to help them get to the point where, they are, you know, they've got a repeatable model and they qualify for our marketing and our inventory and our other products. Um, and, you know, that, that would, what we're trying to do there is almost create like a Y Combinator or an accelerator program. But instead of it being a three month program, it's a four year program where you basically say, look, we'll give you 10 to $50,000, uh, depending on what your revenue threshold is, um, in exchange for 2% of your revenue for four years. Um, and that's it. So it's, again, we're not taking ownership. So you're, not really, you're not killing them, right? You're giving them a chance uh, to like, breathe. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like what you're paying your payment price, less than what you're paying your payment processor. And, and the idea here is we want to just use this data to, to help, uh, help you make better decisions. So 
obviously like not all those companies are going to get to the scale that we get our money back out of, but we think that we can help more, uh, more of them uh, to, to do that. Hmm. It's, it's, uh, I love it. Like, I, yeah, I, I just think it's, very, it's different, know, right? Like, like it, the funny thing is like, so the number of folks that we see through this show, right? So we get, we get lots of uh, entrepreneurs of all shapes and sizes, but we do see a lot of, you know, small entrepreneurs who are making gains, but struggle mm-hmm. with all these things, right? Is they, they need the ability you know, at some point you, you hit a, you hit a point when you, you just can't afford to be a mom and pop shop. You can only extend your personal liability so much. But you need you, money. Yeah. yeah. You need so that you're, you're, you're strapped, right? Scale, right. And grow. Um, I don't know how many, uh, we, we've never done that math, but, but I think of our listener or our audience or our speaker base, <laughs> probably three quarters of them are stuck at that spot where they could just use, like, you know, if I could get this much, I can right. scale my numbers and then everything, you know, then the windfalls start to happen. Right. But, and so you're, it's starting, what they, it's what they have to give up to get, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Which is, which is, yeah. which, you know, is a fundamental problem. And that's why VC has such, um, I it's probably tough. deserve it yeah, in a lot of really ways. Tough. The, the, yeah. the, yeah. the feeling most people have, or many people have about it is, is well-deserved. You go, they go in, they, they give you what you ask for. They take what you offered and you more times than not lose, lose it. You've lost your company. I mean, you really have, because yeah. when, when the, when the call comes, you didn't have a pot to piss in, in the beginning. You don't have it later either. Like you're still strapped for money, right? It's a hard spot to be in. Yeah. Right. Where you guys, it's a little, it's almost like you're, it's almost like you guys are nice people. Well, we're trying to just, I think we're trying to offer a few more options, right? Um, because I think with the VC route, it's a great look. If you're if you need to hire fifty rocket scientists to go to Mars, right? Yeah. Five hundred rocket. Like, that's you know, you're like if you're placing a big bet and you're investing heavily <coughs> in R and D and it's not proven, equi- you you know, it's equity like risk. An investor exactly. who writes that check deserves a lot of absolutely, upside, right? Absolutely. Like, yeah. And, and so I think you know, I'm a huge fan of venture capital because it moves humanity forward, right? It solves percent invest in technologies that cure diseases and make people, you know, better, like, and be happier and more efficient and all like, you know, but, but you're really investing in R and D and, and, and technical risk. Um, I think there's just a component of how, how, you know, people's budget that they probably don't need to give up equity for. And that's really exactly. looking to service. Um, the other thing we're trying to do is say like, look, there's a lot that, you know, people will go to a VC for more than just capital, right? You're going for advice. You're going to open up, you know, access to a network. Right. And so we challenge, I mean, this is, this is actually a brainstorm with Kent and I and Charlie and other, one of our other co-founders um, where we talked about like, what would it, um, what would it take for us to productize some of that? Right. Could we actually productize a network? You know, we know a lot of people, there's a lot of people that want to talk to Clearbank. Can we match? Can we say, look, look, we're not going to waste your time. You need to, you know, improve your supply chain, you know, talk to this partner, right? You need to right. improve your, your marketing conversions. Here's an agency that could help you. Um, and, or, or, um, you know, or some just, yeah, some, some sort of advice around like, Hey, you're, you think, you think you're, you're doing well, but actually your category is on fire. And so, you, you know, you, you should be doing these three things, right. selling on these new channels, you should be advertising on these new channels. So that's sort of the next phase. And this is again, what, what, what clear angel is all about is, can we productize not just the capital, but like what to do with it next? Like, what are the next steps? Can we give you a to-do list? Can we actually give you like a, you know, really? set of. Okay. I think that's a wonderful idea. 
Yeah. Here's a here's a here's a set of resources <laughs> that that we can help provide to you to get you going. So, so okay, wait, wait. Before they get there, though, how do you how do you qualify? Be, you know, because you you've turned down. We well, turned down votes, ten right? times that you've accepted. Um, yeah. How do you? So how do you? If if I'm in the this commerce life audience and I'm listening to this night, I think I got to. I got to go. Like I, I got to go find Andrew and figure out Andrew. And then I got to find this Kent guy and figure out yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, that's it. Um, how do you qualify? Like what, what are the criteria, yeah. you know, some stuff like that. So, so that's, I mean, this is where, like, if you're listening, like the, the best entry point really is clear angel um, because, you know, our, the reason we launched it is because we don't want to say no to, you know, 90% of people who come in the door. Um, and so it is really like, do you have an online business that we think we can help? Um, that's kind of all the criteria, right? Or, yeah, I think it's probably like, have you made a thousand or $2,000 in the business? Um, and so, you know, do you, can you, can people buy your product online? Can you fulfill the orders? It's kind of like what we're looking for is like, okay. do, you have, do you have the semblance of something that we could work with? Do you know how to buy ads? Do you know how to source your product? Do you know how to, you know, have you set up your process, your payment processor? Or your, your yeah. Um, so once you've got something that, you know, once you've got a business that can you know, we can, we can plug into and we can measure and we can help grow. Like we're, we want to, we want to fund like, you know, we're, we're funding, I think we funded a hundred companies this month. Our goal is to get to, you know, a thousand companies a month pretty quickly. And so the goal is really to like do this at, at massive, massive scale. Um, and, wow. uh, and yeah. Wow. Wow. Hey, we need to build a business. So yeah. Yeah. No shit. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of sitting in the afternoons just shooting the shit a little bit, I mean, you should yeah. do something, Phil. Please, exactly. <laughs> like Andrew and Kent, do something, crying out loud. No, seriously. It's, so, what would you? Yeah. What would you? So, I guess what is? So, people will, will figure out. Okay, they'll know. Oh my God, I'm doing five thousand dollars a month. I got to phone Andrew. But to phone Andrew is not probably the smartest move until you put some stuff. Like, what would you? What would you? Would you? What would you tell them to come prepared with? outside of just saying, I do $5,000 a month or I made $5,000. Yeah. Like, what do you want from me? Like, what do you want me to come with so that I've got a really good chance of getting a stamp yeah. and saying, yeah, so we're trying, I'm with it. Yeah, we're, we're trying to take away the whole, like, prepare a pitch deck and your story and you're like, all, like, you know, like that's so stressful for founders. That's brutal. And it's not very good signal uh, for an investor, right? So we, you know, on Clear Angel, we basically... Um, we laid out like a type form questionnaire goes into a lot of details about like, you know, what do you know about your business? Where is it? You know, what, what stage is it at? Um, you know, why did you start it? I mean, it's, it's pretty in-depth, but it's pretty structured. So you kind of go on there, answer the questions and then we'll reach out. And like, it's basically like, it's not like some mystical black box. It's not, I mean, look, the, the fortunate thing is we've proven that we can do this. And so, it's not like we only get to invest in the 50 best companies we meet. Right. right? Like we get to invest in every single company that, uh, that meets the criteria that we think we can help. It's effectively right. like, if we think we can help you, we will fund you. Uh, and it's a different paradigm. Like what we really want to do is take kind of like an abundance paradigm to venture. Right. So like traditionally there's been a bit of a scarcity paradigm of like, I only have so many boards I can sit on. I only have so many investments. My fund yeah. is only a certain size. Like, we want to shift that to be much more of an abundance paradigm where it's like, look, we, you know, there's more than enough capital to go around. Um, the, the, 
um, the bottleneck is really um, the people. Like it's, you know, it's like people doling out the money and deciding. Right. And if we can remove that bottleneck by using technology, then you know, the capital can flow to the founders that need it. And, uh, and so that's the, that's the idea. Wow. And then, okay. So I call Andrew. We'll, we'll put all the links in so you, you don't. Yep. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> you better have um, the phone left, right, center, but that's okay. Andrew. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> I filled it in already. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Kent, I'm call you. I'll just forward. I'll just forward my. Forward to Kent. <laughs> oh, forward to Kent. That's the yeah, best. That's um, even better. <laughs> so once uh, let's let's say they get through the process, they fill in the type form. Um, you know, you guys look at these these guys and say, yeah, yeah, you're in. We're we're gonna we're gonna help fund you. What's the what's kind of the process like? Do so. How often do they report to you? You know, because because a lot of these guys are going to be you know sole proprietors right like they've they're kind of used to building it in their kitchen you know hiding their mistakes in their garage they don't really yeah. report to anybody besides their bank statement so like and how do they then. you know how do they get used to interacting with you how much interaction is there yeah i mean it's it's you know the program is really like you get in you get out of it what you put into it right um and you know it's it's um so, you know, we set them up, we, you know, if they're not incorporated, we get them incorporated We get them plugged into all the systems. The nice thing is like, we don't need you to write a board report or quarterly report. We're plugged into all of your systems, right? We're plugged into your ad platforms, we're plugged into your e-commerce platform, your processor, all of that stuff. So like, we know how things are going. Like you don't need to, often right. we're reporting back to you. We're like, Hey, did you know, like your, 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 uh, return on ad spend is, is declining. Like you should look at that. Right. Yeah. Um, and then it's, you know, we, we basically give you like a real-time dashboard and a set of to-do lists. It's like, look, here's the next three things you should do. Let us know when you've done them. We'll give you more. Um, and it's kind of like an ongoing fluid process. You, you, there's an onboarding process with, um, with one of our, uh, one of our partners here. And then it's like, oh, we're just going to, we're going to continue to, to give you um, support and, and as your business grows and gets more complex, we'll give you more and more sort of, it's almost like a video game. It's kind of like, look, here's the tougher and tougher challenge. Leveling up. Right? Next level, yeah. next level. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that's the idea, right? Is like, you know, can we, can we, um, can we just continue to level you up as a founder and as a business? Um, yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's clever in so many ways, right? Because in a lot of ways, these guys need that too, because, they don't know what metrics they're supposed to be looking at. They don't know, you know, where they're supposed to be looking. They do plug things in because everyone tells them to plug things in. And right. then, uh, you know, so yeah, it's almost like you're funding them and teaching them to grow in a lot of ways, which is pretty amazing. Which is the interesting part, because a lot of times, you yeah. know, you get, you know, it's like to anything, you give someone yeah. money, just because you gave some money doesn't mean you got them out of a money problem. Right. They no, might have put them into a bigger ditch than they were 10 minutes ago because they don't know what yeah. the hell they're doing half yeah. the time or they got nobody following up and saying, that's yeah. great. But, you know, your money's not doing this or whatever it is you're no, wanting exactly your money to right. do. It's like, <laughs> hey, what do you do with, you know, now you've got the money. What do you do? Right. Exactly. And, uh, and that's really our goal is like, hey, we want to be a partner. Right. You know, it's not just like, hey, here's some money. Good luck. Um, it's It's much more about like. Yeah, how do we how do we help you? Um, and how do we help you be? The goal is just like, can we kind of put the put our thumb on the scale for your success, right? Can we, right. Can we help you be more successful than you would have without us? 
Um, and, uh, and that's sort of the, that's the, the mission. So how are you managing this, this part of it where you're, you know, where you're saying, Hey, here's your three to do lists, et cetera. You're funding 4,000 companies. Like how many people do you have? Like how many people can you possibly have to help, you know, three yeah. to do lists for 4,000 individuals. Oh, that's a lot. That's a big to do list. Eh? Just Kent. I know Kent. I know Kent. Kent doesn't sleep and doesn't see his family. I understand that, but we got to be a little nicer to Kent too, right? So I hope we got Kent plus somebody. Yeah. So we've uh, look. We've got we've got almost uh, we've got almost three hundred people. I think it's two hundred seventy something people. I think. Um, But it's only like eight people working on Clear Angel, right? So it it is a it's a it's a lean lean team. So we have to use technology to scale. Uh, And so this is where it's like, look if your business looks like this and we use a lot of machine learning and it's like, look, here's the to-do list. And there's some, there is some manual heavy lifting to make sure that those to-dos make sense for that business. But once we've like, once we've helped five pet food companies, the sixth one probably has a similar set of to-dos. Similar issues, right? Um, And so like, and this is one of the biggest things, right? Like it's, there's a huge amount of information asymmetry in, um, you know, in, in, in these businesses. And, and that's what we're trying to, to, Right. Across. Like if you knew a founder who had built a, you know, the same business as you two years before you, like you wouldn't have a problem. You'd, you'd learn from all their mistakes. You'd, you'd, you'd just shortcut all the things that they did well. And, um, but most people don't have that. And so can we just, can we just shine a bit of a light and, and remove that information asymmetry? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So very interesting. It's, yeah. It's, I mean, it's not, it's, it's not a, it's definitely not a normal model. I mean, you're, I mean, yeah, you guys it's actually, awesome. it's fantastic. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just strange to hear. So many yeah. businesses you know? need this, it's right? Not, like, yeah, yeah. We, we just, yeah. We, we see it all the time. We see like super cool businesses that come through and then you think, poor guy, like you're going to, you're going to hit that ceiling. Yeah, and well, then, you hit the ceiling and it's not a glass ceiling. It's, uh, it's a, made out of concrete. You're not going anywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you don't go to the right people, you're actually going to go backwards because you're yeah. going to just lose it all. Like it just, it's inevitable, yeah. right? Cause you won't see it coming. That's an interesting so, way to do it though. I'm, I'm, that's, that's impressive. So you've just launched this and then do you have any, like, do you have any, um, do you have any goals in mind? Like are, are there X number of companies you want to be able to fund in the next year or so? Do you want to kind yeah. of like own the Canadian landscape? The <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we're, we're basically going to own all of retail. Yeah, Something. we're we're global. So we started in the U.S. You know, we're, we're operating in five countries now. So the, the goal is really to do this globally. Um, we yeah, I mean, you know, we want to put out at least a hundred million dollars to five thousand companies in the next by the end of twenty twenty two. I think it'll be okay. yeah, we'll probably hit that goal sooner, um, to be honest. But uh, but yeah, the the idea is like, you know, every founder in the world that's got a business that we think we can help, we want to mm-hmm. we want to partner with. So okay. right now it's mostly, it's mostly, it's mostly funding. So mm-hmm. this other aspect you're talking about prior about having, um, so you've got two resource pools. You've got a resource pool of, of true capital yep. cash, and then you've got this resource pool of human resource yep. that they're allowed to tap into. So have you started developing that side of it or is that still conceptual or, no, or that's, is that yeah, running full tilt as well? That's that's live, yeah. So it's you know, so uh, you have a dashboard. Like it's it's you inter- you you interact mostly with the people through the dashboard, right? And so we have people sort of behind the scenes, and that's how we get a little bit of leverage on our people. Is like, you know, they're like, hey, you know, I put I just added three to dos for you. You know, go check it out. So um, if we had to do sort of 
hour-long phone calls with each each founder once a week, it would it you know, wouldn't scale. Um, but if we can do that using a bit of technology to mm -hmm. to um, to make that scale, then then it can work really well. And so um, so that's sort of the next uh, the next phase is really um, is really starting to to give people um, a bit of that that yeah here's yeah here are the next things to do with your business and uh, and here's how you here's how you scale um, and then it's the network and it's again you can do that kind of programmatically right you're sort of like look you should go talk to um, you know, you should go talk to Phil for marketing, right? And right. he's done a good job with three other companies that look like yours. And right. instead of talking to, and instead of Googling it and talking to every marketing, you know, consultant that, you know, has that SEO, pops like, up. it's like, look, here's somebody who we've seen, like you have this problem, right? You have a, you have a ad optimization problem or you have a website conversion problem. We have seen, you know, when we introduced this, you know, marketer to companies that had the same problem, the problem went away. Like we can see that empirically with data. And so we know that it works. And so it helps us hold, you know, our partner ecosystem accountable. So we'll look, if you, right. if you are not continuing to deliver value for, you know, the founders that we introduce you to, we will stop introducing you to people. See you later. Um, yeah. And, uh, and it just, it cuts out again, it's this information asymmetry, right? You got all these founders that are like, dude, I'm I, okay, great. You told me to go hire an agency. Where do I even start? Right. Yeah. Like who do I hire? Why do I hire? What am I asking them? Exactly. Okay. And so, so the goal here is like, can we, do, can we do this very, very curated and very specific and tailored to a you know, specific business? Um, and, uh, and that's sort of the next objective. Wow. So that's cool. pretty cool. That's um, pretty cool. any, uh, super cool interests, like super cool, like brands that you can, you can share here or is that. Oh yeah. I, I mean, there's, there's so many, uh, there's so many great brands. Um, one of my favorites, switch groceries, great, great Canadian, uh, Canadian brand. Um, we've, we've, she's been part of the ecosystem and part of the portfolio for a while. And Neha is like an awesome, and she's used sort of all of the advice and everything and all the, um, all the accountability stuff that we've been, we've been, uh, you know, we've, we've introduced. Um, and again, sort of, started at least as a one, one woman show running this online e-commerce store for keto, um, you know, keto food and um, has really started to scale it. It's been awesome to watch. Um, we had a, uh, a military veteran um, that was building a, a murder mystery box in Baltimore. And, you know, nobody was like, who is this guy? How did he do this? He ended up building like a you know, multi-million dollar business, uh, you know, over wow. time hunt a killer. Yeah. It was awesome. So, so yeah, there's, there's been some, some great, you know, great founders, great businesses yeah. um, that, you know, I love spending time with and, and chatting with. Very awesome. cool. Very cool. That's so awesome. If, uh, if you or Kent ever want to send any of those brands on the show. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Love to yeah. talk to people. Sure. We'd be happy to have them on. I mean, um, the success stories are amazing. Yeah. What the hell? Right. And it gives, again, it gives listeners a chance to say, okay, well, that guy sounds like my business. I think so if they did it, yeah. Because sometimes you yeah. know it is they'll hear it, but it sounds either too good to be true or, oh, geez, I don't know how to do that. Like, I don't even know how to approach yeah, yeah. this. Like, I don't know what the hell they want. Yeah, People get yeah. scared, right? I mean, you're comfortable yeah. with what you know. Yeah, totally. Totally. And yeah, we, we're trying to be just as approachable as we can. You know? on. Um, yeah. Yeah. What well, they cool can't thing. see you, right? Like, because we're an audio only podcast. If right. they could see you, they'd be like, this Andrew guy, we can, we can call oh, we can, him. Yeah, we can relate to him. Like, he's kind of cool. Like, this will work, but they can't yeah, see yeah. you, so they got, they got nothing. No, yeah. the voice just sounds very intimidating. I can, yeah. I can appreciate that. <laughs> this is, um, 
you know what? This has been really awesome. We're we're so excited to have you on. Yeah, I this, like that. This is um, interesting. Yeah, we we I I love this program. I I think it's going to help a million businesses. Yeah, out. me too. And, uh, you know, um, we hope I I hope we help spread the message, and then um, yeah. We'd yeah. love to love the that. approach, so, uh, you know, as the year goes and you've got some new news or whatever, or honestly, if you've got brands that you think would be amazing on the show, I'd love to hear them. throw them our way. We'll, we'll make sure we get them on and, and talk about the story, their story and their story with, with you guys as well. I think that would be really, be really that would amazing. be, that would be awesome. You guys are, you guys are very easy to talk to. This is a, this is a super fun conversation. Um, no, but it's, uh, it's, it's, I've done a few podcasts and it's always, sometimes they're a little like cardboard stiff you know okay um, no this is great yeah. and so yeah i I'd, I'd love to come back on i'd love to i think that's a great idea we'd love to send you guys some of our uh companies and brands and and hear their story i mean their stories yeah. are, are pretty it's just cool right you need you yeah. need some inspiration yeah. these days it's been a, yeah. it's been an ugly it's been an ugly year it really has yeah. and you know what for a lot of people it's not going to get any better a lot of, i don't think people have really started feeling the pain yet so no, it's going to be I, interesting so any happy positive stories where we can show people that you can still do stuff Yep. You may have to think of it a little different way. Try some yeah. different things, right? I think this is yeah. cool. I think what you guys are, I like your guys' approach. It's nice. I mean, when you go with a different attitude of more to help, um, want you to succeed. Yeah, I still want to make my money. Still want to, you know, it's a business, but I'm not a charity. Yeah. But when the attitude is, is just that little tweak, it's, it's just nice, right? It's nice to hear. I think what you guys are doing is very cool. The, very no, cool. The other half, I, I think the other part um, I was thinking about before we finish is uh, your, your kind of uh, existing folks that you tap for experts. I, I've had the privilege. So Kent has, um, you know, connected me with a couple of brands along the way that I've had the privilege to talk to. In a couple of cases, they didn't fit with me, um, yep. but I was able to help them, you know, kind of find somebody in my network that would fit with them. Is there, um, are there either experts, you know, because we, we do have a lot of folks um, that listen to us a lot that of are also from CPG world, you know, so mm -hmm. that yeah. kind of idea of um, connecting to a retailer, um, yeah. you know, because that's that's one of the most difficult things, I think, for little brands is, is what the hell is this Walmart language and how the hell do I speak it? Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, are there folks that you are looking for to expand out to the network? Again, not trying to give them a, a line to you or to Kent. Kent. You know, um, Dog goes to Kent. Send everybody yeah. to Kent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is there any expertise that you're looking for that we can also kind of spread out to the, you know, to listeners that, you know, you guys are looking for that expertise? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, we're always looking for marketers uh, to help. Uh, we have a whole partner, uh, partner program as well. Um, so we're always looking for marketers to help. Um, we're looking for supply chain experts is one of the biggest things. I think like, you know, early stage founders, then trying to figure out how to scale their supply chain, how to get their margins right. You know, people that can help them negotiate that that stuff, look at their bomb, look at all of that stuff. So that's um, that's one of the things that um, you know that that we were increasingly finding demand for. And then yeah, the wholesale component of it too. You know, how do you just navigate that, and um, and where do you go? And so you know, right. we're starting to partner with people that that are in that yeah. too. But yeah, that'd be awesome. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So We'll add um, we'll add your your links to the uh, podcast notes, and then we'll we'll put that out as as part of the podcast, so um, folks know you know how to find you guys. Um, you know, and reach out. Awesome. Thank no, you so much it. for joining us. This yeah. is fantastic. That's very cool. I'm really impressed. Yeah, yeah I love really what you're doing too. 
very yeah, much appreciate cool. it. It was great to yeah. great to meet you guys and uh, and look forward to, to continuing more more conversations. Yeah, great. that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. anytime, man. That's very cool. Yeah, fantastic. Good job. Good yeah. on you, man. Right. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate it. All right. Andrew, All take right. it easy. Have a nice Thank afternoon. Thank you. Evening. Bye. Take care, okay. man. Bye. Okay, Phil. That's a uh, dude. That's that's a different way to yeah provide provide funding to people. That was. That didn't feel icky or feel like you needed to have 14 showers after it. Wow. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a very, uh, very neat, yeah, neat approach. And very, <clears throat> like, it, it is, you know, like, <coughs> this is exactly what, you know, uh, a lot of these guys need, right? I, I think of, you, you think of, um, like, just from, just from our episodes, right? Like, treat smarts could probably use... Oh my God. I just I was like thinking this. the same thing. Absolutely. Um, Sarah yeah, could yeah. use some like this people like this easily. All right. There's even some of the larger ones that may, that may want it, that would, would be able to consider, but I think it's such a, it's such a great thing for, um, for those type of people. I'm thinking um, our, our Newfoundland chocolate folks. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Sarah Brazier or Sarah. Sarah sorry, Sarah. You know what it is? It's, it's, it's COVID brain. Yeah. Like I remember parts of things. I can't remember everything anymore. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I mean, there's so yeah, many yeah, places like yeah. that, that, that wouldn't put him into a, a position where, where you, you'd be looking and thinking, okay, uh, April's first tomorrow. Yeah. They should lose the business by about the third of March of next yeah. year. You know what I mean? Like you're not trying to do that where you're setting up saying, listen, you know what? This is a much less offensive way to do it. Um, you're tapping into a whole cool set of resources uh, because these guys actually want to see this work. Yeah. They're not interested in taking you over. They want you, they want you to do, you know, th if you make revenue, they, they get paid. They're, they're happy. Let's go. Let's yeah. giddy up, yeah. man. Like no fooling around here. Right. Yeah, I know. I know it's, it's pretty cool. So it's, uh, it's interesting. It's an, it's a cool I, I model. It's, it's, it's different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've never, I've, I don't know any who do it th that way. I mean, I haven't heard of it. I mean, I know people who lend money. And, and they're not lending money for equity, you know? Yeah. I know, I know people like that. I know a few people yeah. like that who really you should never take the money from them because it's a whole different world of ick, but that's, that's okay. Well, I mean, what is what it is, right? Sometimes you need cash, you need cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't yeah. know. I thought that didn't feel, that felt actually really good. No, it, you know it what was mean? cool. Yeah. Was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting fellow. Nice guy. Yeah. 